Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Sunday, October 18th. I'm Leach along with Jim Goodman here as we take a look at the late pick four for Sunday, which starts in race six and includes the grade three, Rude and Riddle Dowager. Phillies and Mayors three and up over a mile and a half on what should be a firm Keeneland turf course. Pretty big favorite in here in Siberian Iris. Can you beat her? Well, I think she is a deserving favorite. Uh, just off the Kentucky Downs race, uh, all the graded stakes races in, in her past, and it wouldn't be a bad thing to to single her, but I, this sequence I didn't I didn't feel a need to single her, so I, I went ahead and used another horse in here that I, I think has a chance to maybe move up. The one thing that I like about this horse, and we mentioned this when we did our Saturday uh, podcast, look for horses that have raced twice at the meet. That doesn't happen a lot at Keeneland with the way they space horses out. But uh, Blame Debbie opened the meet on October second in a $65,000 allowance at a mile and an eighth. And she won that with an 80 buyer, uh, not not a high number, but she's been consistent in her career. She ran in the Lake Placid at Saratoga at a mile and an eighth. I don't think the distance will be a problem. She's run a mile and a quarter before. So she stretches out. She's going to be a much, much better price than Siberian Iris. I thought that possibly she might take a move up for grand motion i uh, she also only caught a good turf course that day at keeneland um don't know if that moved her up or not but i'm just taking a shot here just because siberian iris is going to be such a big favorite and the other only other horse in here that i thought had a shot was overthinking for vicky oliver uh, comes out of that uh, that same race uh on september 15th at kentucky downs and she finished four and a half lengths behind siberian iris um, but she's got a 90 buyer in her past, uh, maybe a little bit better on the dirt. She seems to be kind of one of those horses that, that took a big step up on dirt at uh, Delaware a couple of races back. She's got a shot, but I'm, I'm just going to go with two deep here. Blame Debbie is my is my long shot. Maybe maybe she'll pull a shocker and beat Siberian Iris in the root and riddle. Yeah, I'm on the same track you are. I thought Siberian Iris I would have to pick on top just on the class edge, and she's got good experience at these longer trips. But if somebody beats her, I think it's it's Blame Debbie would be the one. Um, she should have won, or she got home first and got a bad DQ, I thought, down at Kentucky Downs, and then came back, just with, looked like a nice, easy win. And grand motion in these turf uh, marathons is always dangerous. So um, he knows how to get one, how to pick one for this kind of spot. And I think Blame Debbie as an improving three-year-old is, is really dangerous here off that win earlier at the meet. So take an eye on that one. If you want to go deeper, I uh, used Always Shopping as the next horse, but I'm just going to use two when we get to the pick four, which starts in race six. You've got uh, two-year-olds going the about seven furlong distance. It's just a little over seven furlongs down the Keeneland chute. And I ended up going with uh, a first-timer here for Steve Asmussen, Tawanica, the six. Uh, Inspector Frost, I think, is going to be the one to beat, but... Asmussen's two-year-olds have been really good this year, so I thought I might get a little better price than Inspector Frost on this one, but uh, I I think those, I'd be happy, I'm going to take more than those two in the pick four, but I think I'd probably be fine sticking with just those two, but I'm going to use Beatbox, a firster for Chad Brown, and War Machine, a firster for Mike Stidham, uh, just on the chance that, you know, one of them is, is, is the goods, as they say, but 
Tawanka, Tawanka and Inspector Frost kind of one-two for me in this two-year-old maiden race. How about you? I like those two, but I also like Beatbox. Uh, you got to use a Ted Brown firster. And I threw in uh, Ian Wilkes' horse, Mazzini. Uh, Ian's been on a, a terrible run here at the, at the meet, but he's got some live horses uh, as we record this on Friday. He's got some live horses on Saturday. So maybe he'll get off the schneid on Saturday and keep it going. Uh, this horse ran at Churchill first time out, uh, 35 to 1, but had a bad start. Uh, finished up okay. Uh, maybe move forward off that uh, off that effort. And a 56 buyer with a bad start. Uh, it's actually the second best buyer in the in the field behind uh, Wick for D. Wayne Lucas. So I'm going to use uh, the two firsters for Asmussen and Chad Brown. Inspector Frost for Brad Cox, an obvious use, and uh, Mazzini for Ian Wilkes. So they're going to go four deep. Seventh race, claimers, non-winners of two lifetime at the $50,000 level, three-year-olds and up, a mile and a sixteenth. Uh, who do you like on this one? I like Sharecropper here. This is my single in a pick four. Uh, this horse, uh, back-to-back uh, 80 buyers, including one at Kentucky Downs, where um, couldn't hold on down that long, long stretch at a mile and five sixteenths, drops back to a mile and a sixteenth, which uh, should be should be fine for uh, for him. Brad Cox, uh, seven for 20 at the meet. Um, just all kinds of reasons to use Sharecropper here. Uh, I thought Surf and Turf for Andrew McKeever uh, is interesting. Uh, again, that's, this is a horse that comes back off of not a very good effort at Keeneland, uh, but cuts back to a mile and sixteenth. If he goes back to his form at Gulfstream back in the spring, He's got a shot, but uh, he may need one more under his belt. Uh, Kenny McPeak's Indian Counselor might have a shot in here. Um, Montegalli for uh, Chad Brown and Gaffleone. I've been off since July 17th. I just couldn't see anybody that I like. Sharecroppers in good form. Uh, fourth race off a layoff. Uh, I just Brad Cox is hot and Giroux is hot. Lots of reasons for me to point to Sharecropper, so he'll be he'll be my single in the sequence. I uh, have him second. I took Motigali on top. I uh, just thought I might get a little better price. Uh, class dropper for Chad Brown. Gaffley owned riding. Um, I think if you draw a line through the turf race, look at the last two dirt races, this one stacks up uh, pretty well and might be able to uh, beat Sharecropper. There's a couple of others I liked a little bit. Indian Counselor for McPeak. Uh, second start at this level for this one off a bit of a, a break. And I've seen many years where uh, the McPeak barn really heats up in the second half of the fall meet. And so I'm going to keep an eye on uh, Kenny's horses here over, over this weekend and, and the racing next week. And then first rate is the other one for Safi Joseph. Uh, I thought uh, this horse uh, ran okay last time and had uh, some better races up at Saratoga. And I thought uh, that one was worth including as well. The uh, ninth race is the other division of the two-year-olds going about seven furlongs, maidens. And uh, I took Warrior-in-Chief here out of the McPeak barn. Kenny's had some really good-looking two-year-olds, won the Alcibiades on opening day. This horse is working great uh, here at Keeneland. So off those works, I'm going to take Warrior-in-Chief. Southern Passage, a uh, horse that uh, thought him improved uh, last time and has steadily improved through three starts. Nothing great, but... I think this is the, the seems to be to me the weaker of the two divisions of this race. Uh, Sound the charge is a first time starter that I'm going to use for Don Donny von Hemel who can win at first asking, and then Q 
is a first-time starter from the Sims barn. And so not real high on anybody that has already started, so going to go heavily on first-time starters in here and use uh, those four when we get to the pick four. How do you see the last race? I got plenty of money, so I'm going to go all. <laughs> this is... This one is I, I could I could have a feeling for those uh, the first division and cut it down to four horses. This one I can't make a case for any of the first time starters. I mean I guess Warrior and Chief has got the best works and Kenny McPeak obviously is very good with two year olds, but the other horses all look the same to me. So I'm not going to pretend I have a feeling about this horse. I'm just going uh, about this race. I'm just going to push the all button. Not a bad strategy. Best of luck with your plays on the uh, Sunday card. Oh, we need to give our pick four tickets. Um, I'm going to go three, five, six, nine in the first leg, all the ones that I mentioned. Three, four, six, seven in the second leg, then uh, two and five, and then four, six, seven, eight. If my math is correct, that should be, I think, a $64 ticket for the pick four. Jim, what's your late pick four ticket look like for Sunday? Uh, I got a cheaper ticket. I went two, three, five, six in the first leg. Uh, single chair cropper, the Brad Cox horse in the second leg, the three horse. Only using Blame Debbie two and, and Siberian Iris two and five in the third leg, and then using all in the last leg for a thirty-six dollar ticket. And rooting for a long shot if you're live in that last right. leg. <laughs> right. That's that's always the feeling where you know it's going to be the favorite when you're in that spot. But uh, hopefully it uh, it works out well for you. Uh, best of luck uh, with the Sunday card. The last full week of racing is uh, coming up next week, and we'll be back for more editions of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.